This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Hello there, how you doing? It's uh, Kevin Riley here and welcome to the Irish Time here on the Manitou People's Radio in Palmerston North. Got a bit of stuff to read to you here. Uh, particularly the new, the new governor of New York is uh, a woman, the first woman to hold the post ever, you know. And she's also got a, an Irish background, a very strong Irish background, so I'll read you this little piece. New York's new governor... Uh, Kathy Holchel, I think is how you pronounce it, is set to make uh, history as the first ever female governor of New York and the third Irish-American to hold the post following the resignation of Andrew Cuomo on, you know, his string of sexual allegations against him. Uh, Miss Hucho, born Kathleen Courtney from Buffalo, New York, near the Canadian border, is the granddaughter of Irish immigrants on her father's side from the, the small village in County Kerry. Uh, who met in Chicago in uh, 1919 when they fled the Great Hunger at the turn of the century. The married mother, married mother of two will assume Kimmel's role in two weeks' time as per her role as the deputy head of the state. The lieutenant governor, who automatically succeeds the governor in the event of death, etc., etc., or um, the circumstances in which she finds herself, or he finds himself in today. So it's uh, really all bad news, you know, for him. Uh, Ms. Kumlo, the second eldest of six children, has always been vocal of her pride in the Irish roots. In a recent interview with the Irish Echo uh, newspaper, she spoke of how large Irish Catholic family helped establish Buffalo as a haven for Irish immigrants. Uh, my grandparents helped start the first Buffalo Irish Centre. They used to host guests and play Gaelic football. My dad and grandfather played on the teams. They were very good. My father used to play on the national team here. He really took advantage of the experience and had a chance to really talk about, and she's had a chance to really talk about her Irish roots a lot. She said her Irish heritage and fighting for the underdog inspired her political ambitions. My grandparents were very involved in social causes. My parents were involved in social causes. I think the Irish heritage and understanding what it's like when you are the underdog a lot of uh, a lot of Irish feel like that. I think that's partly why I took on this underdog myself. During her uh, tenure as a lieutenant governor, she was involved in the events in New York to commemorate the centenary of the Easter uh, Rising. She is also said to have to be a keen advocate from uh, for more transatlantic trade between the U.S. and Ireland. We try to keep our trade uh, relations strong. That's what uh, I try to do when I'm having meetings with the the Council General. We talk about uh, opportunities for Irish businesses to do work over here and for the New York businesses to have uh, opportunities in Ireland. She also posted St. Patrick's Day greetings on Twitter in which uh, she praised her Irish roots. My grandparents immigrated here from Ireland. The lessons they passed on to me inspired my life in public service. I've always been proud of my Irish background and history. Uh, like millions of uh, immigrants before and after, my grandparents suffered hardship but ultimately lived the American dream. Looking back... I realised that they had a profound impact on my decision to enter public service. I would like to uh, like 
all good Irish, like all good Irishmen and women, I have a, I like a good fight, especially if it's for the people of my beloved uh, state. We have poetry in our hearts, but we are scrappy. We know how to survive adversity. And we love the underdog because the Irish have always been underestimated throughout the world. Uh, she will not only be the first woman to hold the most powerful political job in the state, she will also be the third Irish-American to hold the post after Hugh Carney. He was the 51st New York governor uh, in 1975 to 1982. And Al Smith, who served four terms from 1918 to, 20, uh, to 1928. Miss Carney, along with Senator Ed Kennedy... Daniel Patrick Mullahan and U.S. Speaker Tip O'Neill. They're all dead now. We're known as the four horsemen who were active in peacemaking processes during the Troubles in Northern Ireland and did their best to uh, bring peace about by getting parties to talk. You know, sort of the IRA, the government, and a lot of the paramilitaries of the, on the Unionist side. <laughs> Walking all the day by tall towers where falcons build their nests, silver wind they fly. Then all the call of freedom in their breasts, a saw black hand against the sky. With twisted rocks and run to the sea Living on your western shore Saw summer sunsets, asked for more Stood by your Atlantic sea And sang a song for Ireland Talking all the day With true friends Who try to make you stay Telling jokes and news Sing songs to pass the time away We watch the Galway salmon run Like silver darting, dancing in the sun Living on your western shore Saw summer sunsets Asked for more Stood by your Atlantic Sea And sang a song for Ireland Drinking all the day In old pubs where fiddlers love to play Someone touched the bow And he played a reel Which seems so grand and gay 
Mr. Dundingo Beach and cast in wild form we found the Atlantic Pass living on your western shore saw summer sunsets asked for more stood by your Atlantic Sea and sang a song for Ireland Dreaming in the night I saw land where no one had to fight But waking in your dawn I saw you crying in the morning light While lying where the falcons fly They twist and turn all in your air blue sky Living on your western shore Saw summer sunsets Asked for more Stood by your Atlantic Sea And sang a song for Ireland Right, so I've got something here that I think is really kind of uh, interesting. It's all about, you know, street art, et cetera, et cetera. And because uh, I noticed we've got a bit of street art in our town, and I think that's really great. It just puts, makes a place more alive, that you're living in somewhere where things are happening, et cetera, et cetera. And it's good for the younger people that live here as well. Gets rid of this kind of tired image that Palmerston North regrettably has, but it's not particularly true. Anyway, street artists have uh, painted gable walls, alleyways, doors across Northern Ireland's north coast as part of an effort to achieve a new sense of place in our town centres. The artwork can be viewed from towns from Limavady to Ballycastle. Richard Holmes, mayor of Castleway Coast and Glens Borough Council, said uh, the scheme would create colourful spaces where people want to spend time. True. The project was funded by Stormont's Department of Communities, uh, street artist Daisy Chain, incorporated, were commissioned to deliver uh, the work in March and contracted a number of artists from across the UK and Ireland. To date, five works have been completed in Limavady um, and also um, you know, in uh, County Derry and also in the alleyways of Market Street in Derry. Two further installations are expected to be unveiled in the town this month. And I've seen it on, uh, you know, when I was printing this stuff off, something amazing. And it is, it's just, you know, a feel-good factor is what you get out of a lot of this stuff, you know. Uh, further uh, pieces in Port Stewart, Port Rush, Coleraine and Ballamoney are underway at various stages and are at various stages of completion. Work on a piece in Castle Street in Ballacastle is scheduled to begin on uh, last Saturday, that was, and would have started. Daisy Chain Incorporated are really thrilled with the work. 
Mr. Holmes said the murals are providing a, a, a fantastic talking point. Given the challenges our towns have faced in recent times, we need to be innovative and forward-thinking to encourage new and uh, and people and encourage people returning to walk around the streets. The mayor continued, in Balamani, one of the artworks has transformed the, the tall gable end of an old mill building in Seymour Street with a huge striking image of a cow. It's unbelievable. While in Lima Valley, one of the railways, uh, alleyways rather, shows a leaping Irish wolfhound reflecting uh, Irish folklore. This is just a small taste of the of stuff that is yet to come. Mrs. Cummins said the, the installation will be long-term valuable assets to the city, to the cities and the towns where they are, you know, been painted. And I think that's very true because I like the, you know, the artwork that we have here on the side of the uh, buildings around town, particularly around the square area. It's just uh, amazing. And it is, I just feel like you're connected to something in a way. You know what I mean? It's part of, I live here, and this is my town in that sort of respect. Anyway, I've got something here that will interest you, I hope. This is about Wally the Waldress. I think I mentioned him last week. Wally the Waldress has has returned to Irish waters and is making waves. First spotted off the coast of Cork in March this year, uh, the Antarctic walrus made his, his way onto the United Kingdom and then over to the Scilly Isles before turning back in search of colder waters. Don't get any colder than the west of Ireland. Uh, now the giant creature dubbed Wally is back in Ireland, possibly to make his way back home. And it's proved a huge hit with animal charities and the general public alike, although his visit has not come without certain problems. As a semi-aquatic creature, walruses must take frequent breaks and come up for air when swimming. And as a result, the walrus has clambered onto boats and ribs. That's uh, the most fishing uh, boats in Ireland. Which can damage property and put Wally's own health at risk. These problems were reported in the UK and further afield. So now that Wally is back in Ireland, most recently spotted in West Cork, uh, Social Rescue Ireland have launched an appeal for any unused boats or any such thing, or pontoons to be donated as Wally's own personal resting place. In a public appeal, uh, Seal Rescue Ireland revealed that this uh, uh, method of donating uh, boats and pontoons for the walrus to rest on without any damaging any private property was used by the British divers. A marine life rescue while Raleigh was in the Isles of Sicily. Sis- uh, Sicily. Sicily. Isles of Sicily, sorry, not Sicily. Thinking about the wildfires over there, and proves successful. So we are learning from what has worked in the past. Therefore, we're making an appeal for the donations to uh, for an un- uh, un- unused boat. Anyone who has anything today could be uh, contact a local council. And now they're also telling people that while it should not be disturbed, he must be able to rest for his long journey back to the Arctic waters. Please resist the urge to share his exact position. Uh, public. Uh, there is uh, no system in place for him to be monitored throughout the day with a safe designated hall outside for him to keep rest on undisturbed, undisturbed. They obviously have some place for him. Uh, you can keep Wally, keep up with Wally Irish Adventures on the Sea Rescue Ireland Facebook page. It is it's such an amazing, you know, some of the photographs he was in some, somebody's boat. Uh, you know, like sort of yachts, really. And he was just lying there sleeping away. and gear we're fair and 
on the wide and wasteful ocean. It's there on the deep that we harvest and reap our bread. As we hunt the bonnie shores, oh, It was a fine and a pleasant summer's day Out the yard with hammer I was faring As a cabin boy on the sailing lagar We were off to hunt the shores of heaven Now the work was hard Treatment surely took some burden. There was little kindness, and the kicks were many. As we hunted for the shoals of heaven, now we fished the swarf and the broken pine. I was cook and I About the shores of heaven. Now we left the home ground in the month of June, and for canny shields we soon were barren. We a hundred crowns, all the silver darlings that we'd taken from. You're up on deck, you're a fisherman You can swear and show a manly burden Take your turn on deck with the other fellows As you're following the shores of heaven Through the stormy sea and the living gales Just stay on your daily bread You're daring From the Dover Straits To the Faroe Islands While you're following the shores of heaven Night and day Sweat or cold growing on 
And what have we got here? Back to the Future, Michael J. Sock, uh, Fox, surprised mum by flying into Belfast. Michael J. Fox is... Uh, told how he once surprised his mother by flying to Belfast. The actor who has uh, battled Parkinson's disease for 30 years. Wow, quite a long time. Jetted into the city for Mum Phyllis's 80th birthday. He and his brother Steve delivered room service to her tool suite while she was on holiday with her daughters Jackie and Kylie. The family's uh, material, uh, material grandmother was from Galway, but Phyllis also has strong roots in Northern Ireland. Uh, Fox wrote in uh, No Time Like the Future, his fourth book, the day uh, they went on the trip, Steve and I were talking on the phone and one of us came up with the idea, outlandish idea, to fly to Belfast the following day and surprise them. And surprise them they did. You know, they did it. Good on them. And now we get something that really is, something's got to be done. I mean, there's no two ways about that. Anyway, what have we got here? Climate worries. Fianna Foyle TD says climate change deniers should be kept off the TV and radio following code red reports. Climate change denier TDs must be kept off the TV and radio following the UN declaration of code red for humanity. The world may finally take some action. Well, they're going to be doing something in November. They'll have a world conference in Glasgow and hopefully we'll get a bit more than just press statements and rhetoric, etc., etc., we might get some dates and times and what some action that they are going to take because this this is going to infect everyone on our planet, everyone in every country. They're they're quite loud. They get a lot of airtime, but they're wrong, and the science is proving that they're wrong. The Cork West deputy added, "We can't ignore it any longer. We need to get over that." I'm not mentioning names, but we need to stop giving any time to climate change deniers. Carry TD Danny Healy Ray. Uh, uh, previously insisted, I don't subscribe to climate change while uh, slamming the bill. The climate has uh, changed back over the years and look over the centuries and what has happened and we will continue to see this happen whatever we do to the, the earth. We will not affect the weather or change the weather. That's my honest, humble belief. When contacted by the Irish Sun, the independent TD refused to comment saying he didn't want to get drawn into that. Uh, the Royal TD group argued that the government is uh, trying to turn Ireland into the good boys of Europe and claimed Asian countries like China and Japan are to blame for the majority of carbon emissions. Isn't that sort of a sign of the times, really? You know, we've got people like over in this part of the world as well who are uh, climate change deniers despite all the, you know, the wildfires and the outrageous temperatures in sort of uh, southern Europe and uh, North Africa. Etc. Etc. And even in the UK, they had sort of weather that was kind of completely unheard of. You know, but I don't think there's any anyone can deny it. Anyway, we'll get on to something. I found this really interesting. Actually, this is uh, the Cork uh, City Council defends ins- installation of robot trees. The installation and cost of so-called robot trees uh, trees in uh, Cork City Centre have been defended by the council, who said as part of a broader program to tackle air pollution. Installation of the five high-tax city trees is underway at uh, St. Patrick Street and on the Grand Parade there in Cork. The city's Green Party councillors have welcomed the initiative, but critics accused the, the local authority of, of nothing more than green-wasting or misleading the public. It's always someone, but I suppose it's good to have dissent. I mean, that's what democracy is all about. According to the Environment Protection Agency, air pollution is responsible for up to 1,300 deaths in Ireland every year. Costing £350,000 in maintenance for, for, this, for the year, the city trees are four wooden 
structures covered in mosses designed to filter harmful pollutants such as fine dust, particles, and nitrogen uh, oxide, oxidized, I think. Uh, the moss acts as a filter to chop and eat fine dust, making it a substantial and regenerative fine uh, dust filter. The constant scientific studies uh, show the trees have been insta- uh, installed in other European cities, such as London and Berlin, and they have cut uh, the dust that they're talking about down by 80%, and nothing wrong with that. The cities also have built-in sensors uh, to alert air quality for the for analysis. The 40-inch TV screens to, ins- uh, to share information about air quality in the city, as well as uh, inbuilt public seating. I mean, they are. They're quite uh, interesting look, works of art, as far as I'm concerned, as well as have, uh, you know, serving a, a useful purpose. Uh, he said, uh, the director of operations said, uh, the work uh, is a complement to the trees, not a replacement for them. And unlike trees, which do uh, very little to combat air pollution caused by dust, these mosses can filter and digest in a natural way. Anyway, that's basically about it for the, for the moment. I know it's a bit short, but don't forget to go and catch up with this movie if you see it. The Cave, okay? It starts uh, on August the 19th, so to look out for it, The Cave. It's uh, quite a, an impressive movie, okay? Until uh, next week, I'll see you later. Take care and be kind to one another. Bye. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show.